Ushers, if you will check to see if anybody's in the vestibule, let them come in. Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 through 5. And then the New International Version of the Holy Scriptures, we have these words written. In the year that King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord, high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphims, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two wings they covered their feet, and with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorpost and threshold shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried. I am ruined. For I am a man of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. I am a man of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. After the next selection from our praise team, praise team, I want to talk to you from the subject. Have you seen the Lord? Have you seen the Lord? Isaiah says, in the year that King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on the throne. I want to know, have you seen the Lord? Sing, praise him.
Aren't you glad that there is healing in the house of the Lord? That's why I come to church. Because I know I can find healing in the house. Have you seen the Lord? My brothers and my sisters, about 700 years before Jesus, our Christ, was born in Bethlehem of Judea, the sad announcement was made in the nation of Judah that the king is dead. King Uzziah, the 11th king of Judah, had died. Crown king at the age of 16. King Uzziah had reigned in Judah for 52 years. Despite his failings, King Uzziah was known as the greatest king of Judah since the reign of King David. Here in chapter 6 of the book of Isaiah, Isaiah writes, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. Fred, the heart of the prophet Isaiah was broken. King Isaiah was not only Isaiah's king, but he was also his friend. In his heartbreak, Isaiah made his way to the temple to worship. He made his way to the temple to seek comfort. He made his way to the temple to renew and strengthen his faith. My brothers and my sisters, when sorrows come, when tragedy strikes, when trouble shows up and pitches its tent on your doorstep, when life presses in on you, let me tell you sir, a secret. The best place you can find comfort 
and hope is in the house of the Lord. <laughs> Did y'all hear what I said? When you are going through, when trouble is on your track, one of the best places for you to show up is in the house of the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Hagee, why is it when Christians experience a season of troubles or a season of difficulties in their life that they devoid themselves from the house of the Lord? You know, it, it, it trips me out. Some of our members come up to me and say, Pastor Wood, did you miss me? Uh, why are you asking me, did I miss you? Well, Pastor, I ain't been to church in a while. Because I've been going through. Well, if you're going through, why not show up at the house of the Lord where there's others who can join you and pray for you and encourage you? <laughs> let, let, let me give you an example. With all of the troubles and trials that King David had experienced throughout his life, David recognized that there was help in the house of the Lord. You know what David said? David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Mm. As believers in Christ, we should always, as much as possible, be found in the house of the Lord. Especially when we're facing the difficult seasons of life. And how many of you know that even though you are a Christian, you will face difficult seasons? But I want you to know, in the house of the Lord, there is an answer in God. You'll find out that there is hope in him. There is relief in him. And there is release in him. Whew. When Isaiah went up to the house of the Lord, he knew that King Isaiah was dead. But he also knew 
that his God was not dead. God was still upon his throne. Isaiah had lost his earthly king, but he caught a fresh glimpse of the king of kings and the Lord of lords. He had an encounter, a personal encounter with God who radically changed his life. <laughs> and I need to let somebody know today that you have come to the right church. You come or you may be listening and watching the right service that can bring about for you a radical change in your life. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying that even with all of your troubles, all your worries, all your cares, you can have an encounter with the one and only true God who still supernaturally moves in the life of men, women, boys, and girls. Lean over to your neighbor and say, you're in the right place. <laughs> Isaiah went to the right place. He went into the house of the Lord. So when Isaiah entered the house of the Lord, the Bible says that Isaiah saw something. <laughs> what did he see, Pastor Wood? Isaiah tells us that he saw the Lord. <laughs> Can I remind you the words that Isaiah wrote? He said, in the year that King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord. Listen to me good. One of the greatest visions that a person can ever have is to see the Lord. You know what? That should be our motivation for coming to church. Our motivation should not be in the seeing of our families and friends. Our motivation should not be in seeing the choir and what they're going to sing. Our motivation should not be to see what Pastor Wood is going to wear, say, or do. 
Our motivation should not be to see who is wearing what and where they're sitting. Our motivation for coming to church should be to see the Lord. <laughs> you know what, saints? It should be our prayer each time that we enter into the house of the Lord to worship to see the Lord only and worship him only. Isaiah saw something of God's nature and character. <laughs> he saw something of the Lord as Moses described him in Exodus 15, 11, that the Lord is awesome in his glory. What a vision, what a vision. Tell your neighbor, what a vision. Isaiah saw the Lord. But, but, but notice with me that it seems, according to the text, that it was only Isaiah who saw the glorious vision of the Lord. Isaiah said... I saw the Lord. Look, though he was in the temple and possibly had others sitting around him, Isaiah doesn't say, we saw the Lord. But he says, I saw the Lord. What is the point, Pastor, that you are trying to make? This is it. Though we all come to the house of the Lord in a corporate way to worship, real and true worship is individualistic in nature. In other words, my worship should not be determined by what is happening corporately in the house of the Lord. Oh. Break it down, Pastor Wood. I will. I will. There are some who come to the house of the Lord with no intention or no desire of trying to see the Lord. <laughs> but because others may not want to see him does not mean that you have to follow suit. Oh, Lord, Lord. Preachers, I have discovered that it is possible 
for one person to be moved to tears while the person sitting right beside them is unmoved. <laughs> it is possible for one to repent of their sins while another wants to remain in their sins. It is possible for one to want to see the Lord while the person sitting beside them is looking for everybody but the Lord. And guess what? God knows if you and I are coming to his house to see him. Did you hear what I said? God knows whether or not you show up to church to see him. Guess what? This is his house. How you gonna come in to somebody's house? Lord have mercy. And not even speak to him. God knows if you and I are coming to his house to see him. But what I love about God is this. That if you seek him, he will make it possible for you to find him. <laughs> God will give you a one-on-one -on -one personal encounter with him and will show you things that others might not see. Okay. Okay. I'm, fin I'm about to finish. Isaiah saw the Lord. He said, I saw the Lord high and exalted. Seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Isaiah had a revelation of the greatness of the Lord, and it changed his life forever. And the good news today is that the same living Lord is here in the house of the Lord to meet whoever will call on the name of the Lord. <laughs> and, and, and check this out. Isaiah did, didn't get this revelation just because he was a prophet or called to the ministry. Isaiah saw the Lord because he had a soft, pliable heart and an ear open to listening to the Lord. 
What are you saying, Pastor Wood? I'm saying that you don't need to have a title or hold an office in order to see the Lord. All you need is a heart that seeks after God. Lest I hold you too long. Not only did Isaiah see the Lord, but when Isaiah saw the Lord, guess what? He really saw himself. <laughs> Isaiah said in verse 5, Whoa! Is me. <laughs> I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips. Isaiah saw himself as he had never quite seen himself before. He did not see himself in the way that one sees themselves as they admire their own image in a mirror. No! Isaiah did not see himself as a good person. He did not see himself as having it all together. He did not see himself worthy of God's Accommodation. Instead, the Bible says that when he saw the Lord, that he cried out, Woe is me, for I am ruined because I'm a man of unclean lips. And my brothers and sisters, Please know and understand with me that when we see the Lord, the closer we get to him, the more clearly we see that we are sinners. Oh, come on, somebody. The contrast between his holiness and our unholiness gives us a vivid awareness of just how very far short of God's glory we truly fall. The closer that we get to God, the more aware we become of our sin. And we too have to cry out, Whoa! Is me. Mm, mm, mm. Ask your neighbor, how close are you trying to get to God? Let me tell you, the closer you get, the more you're going to see yourself who you really, really are. 
Can I tell you some folk in the Bible that when they saw the Lord, they said some interesting things? <laughs> Listen. When Peter saw the Lord and got close to Jesus, Peter said, depart from me, for I am a sinful man. When John the Baptist received the revelation of Jesus Christ on the island of Patmos, John himself wrote, I fell at his feet as dead. <laughs> when we see the Lord and come into his presence, we can't help, just like Isaiah couldn't, but to see our sinful condition in the light of God's holiness. And for a person to come to grips with their need of God's salvation, he or she must see themselves. In the need of God. As I close, <laughs> I don't know about you, but Fred Webb, I need the Lord. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I can't make it without him. Is there anybody in here who thanks God that in your time of need you were able to see the Lord and get encouragement from what you saw? <laughs> I'm so glad that I saw the Lord. I saw him in his power and in his holiness, which caused me, I don't know about you, but it caused me to see myself as being messed up from the flow up. <laughs> so I came to Jesus just as I was. I was weary. I was wounded. And I was sad. But I found. I said I found. I found. In him. A resting place. And I don't know about you. But I'm so glad. So glad. So glad. that I saw the Lord Jesus in time. Yes, yes. Anybody in here glad that the Lord forgave you of all of your sins and all of your messes? 
Aren't you glad? I don't know when it was for you, but even when I was a child, my parents took me to church and gave me the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Let me know that I need to see the Lord for myself. And I'm glad. I'm glad that I ain't got to talk about grandma's religion or mama or daddy's religion. I can say I know him. <laughs> Come on now. Do you know him? I said, do you know him? For yourself. Have you seen the Lord? Come on, stand to your feet all over the church.